Welcome back, everyone, to Halloween Haunts 365.com, the podcast. I'm Jared. Hi, I'm Terry. Today, we have a very special guest for you. We'll get to that after these announcements. First up, we got to talk to Jimmy J and the Friday the 13th Minicon. Let's do it. All right, heads, get ready for another killer Friday the 13th weekend in Blairstown at the iconic Blairstown Diner. For what? For the inaugural Friday the 13th Minicon, all hosted by yours truly and the Horror 365 team. I'm telling you, we just have an incredible lineup in store for each and every one of you. Signings and photo ops with various alumni from different Friday movies, screenings, Q&A sessions, a wedding vow renewal segment, I mean a costume competition, hell, even a dinner with the alumni. I mean, who does that? So, make mother proud and get your tickets now. F13minicon.eventbrite.com. That is F13minicon.eventbrite.com. Come on out for the only Friday the 13th of the year and be a part of the history in the making. We'll see you Friday the 13th. All right, that was Jimmy J and the Friday the 13th Minicon. Buy your tickets now, May 13th, 14th, Blairstown, New Jersey. Going to be a good time. Yes, it is. Next up, we have Field of Screams open May 13th to 14th for Friday the 13th and halfway to Halloween. Let's hit it. For the last video, we have Brighton Asylum, where we will be in attendance. Open one night only, May 14th for halfway to Halloween. Let's do it. Get your tickets like I said, we will be in attendance, and it's going to be a good time. Today, we have a very special guest, and we're going to unveil him now. We have Mr. Savage from Sinister Visions. How you doing tonight? Oh, just dandy. <laughs> so this is going to be our interview with the owner, mastermind of Sinister Visions that have done pretty much everything in the haunt industry, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, really cool features. He does, you did the designs for like the last four trans worlds, right? Um, more like the last 15, 15. Yeah. Okay. I found, I looked at your website a lot. I couldn't really pin down the dates and yeah, you, I've been working with trans world for a long time. Yeah. And it, it's fantastic work. You're definitely one of my favorite haunt creators. So when you answered to tell you the truth, I phoned her right away. I'm like, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> All you had to do was ask. I don't know. <laughs> apparently, apparently, I'm too afraid to ask. But uh, let's start off with telling the fans a little bit about yourself. Uh, okay. Uh, well, we know my name. Uh, company Sinister Visions, founded in 1991. Um, 
In a nutshell, I do graphic design, illustration, and web design for haunt and Halloween attractions and uh, horror-themed businesses and vendors. Um, if you've been to a Transworld website, I built that, uh, including the logos and the graphics and the t-shirts. If you've been to a Zombie Army Productions haunted house, did all that. Um, yeah, I've been doing this for a little over 25 years. Wow. That started amazing. right when the haunt industry started to become the haunt industry uh, uh, in the early 2000s. I the just, time is 8 o'clock. <laughs> that's, my, uh, that's my computer being extremely helpful. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, uh, yeah, started out, uh, I, I worked uh, corporate uh, design job for five, six years in the late 90s into the early 2000s and then went solo in the early 2000s freelance and have never looked back. Wow, that's fantastic. That's awesome. When did you get the idea for what is now Sinister Visions? Um, it was not so much that I had the idea for it as it just kind of evolved into what it was. Uh, like I said, I had a, a couple of different graphic design jobs in uh, the late 90s, early 2000s in Chicago. And then early 2000s, um, we got, we, uh, my wife and I uh, got pregnant. And shortly after the baby was born, uh, discovered that she had a range of uh, secondary health issues that the pregnancy had accelerated, which put her in a variety of uh, medical therapies and treatments for the next two years. Oh, wow. So I had to be home. So it was really a question of, well, what do I got? I got a laptop. I got a degree in design. I've taught myself web design and I have uh, the Adobe and at the time Macromedia suite of products and I love Halloween. So started looking around, uh, con got in touch with, uh, actually reached out to a number of companies that existed then. And the only one that really responded uh, was Haunted Attraction Magazine and Leonard Pickle. And Leonard was kind enough to let me do uh, have ads in the magazine in exchange for design work, which is how I wound up uh, doing like the HauntCon logo and stuff like that. Uh, and then just kind of from there started picking up clients uh, and uh, just kind of evolved from there. Uh, I'm lucky in that I'm multidisciplined. I can draw, I can paint, uh, I have a degree in graphic design, I taught myself web design, I can do all of these dif different disparate things, uh, whereas most agencies uh, would farm out different aspects of it, I can do all of it. So you only ever have to talk to me. Uh, and now, because I've been doing this so long, I can also avoid all of the cliches and the traps and the, you know, the, the, the things that you see on, I got to be careful how I phrase this. <laughs> there, are, there are certain tropes, fonts, cliches, imagery that we've all seen a million times. I don't do those because I know what they are. Yep. Uh, so that's that. And just having been in this space for as long as I have uh, is what I'm, bringing to the table these days uh, that's awesome that is awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I can then, only do like a quarter of what you can do. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very jealous. <laughs> well, I get uh, emails every spring from kids that are graduating with a degree in illustration or graphic design or web design. And first, I want to know if I'm hiring. Uh, and unfortunately, it's me. No. Uh, and second, they want to know how they can do what I do. And nine times out of ten, they don't really know what all I do. Uh, and that's also the hardest part of the marketing People are so, people want to put you in a box. Yeah. Uh, that's that guy, he does this thing and I do all the things. Uh, so it's it's always a challenge to get people to understand. Uh, I'm still surprised when I do a logo for somebody and then they ask me, do you do websites? I got a whole website about the websites that I do. So <laughs> yes, go look. You do, you really do. Yeah, I, mean, I can always tell when somebody has just emailed me and not looked. Yeah, uh, which you know, fine, but yeah, I got that. You have a lot of stuff on your uh, website. It was very yeah. impressive. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I looked at that for probably two hours, just going through like all the older logos, the newer stuff, your T-shirt designs, your internet. Sinistervisions.com. I also have sinisterfonts.com where I give away thirty different uh, horror typefaces fonts that I've created over the years. Uh, sinistersonics.com where I have uh, soundscapes that I made a long time ago uh, but that also now it's on uh, SoundCloud it's a warehouse for out of print um, Halloween effect records from like the 50s oh wow um, chadsavage.com is just artwork uh, cultofthegreatpumpkin.com or excuse me pumpkincult.com cult of the great pumpkin is just a fun Halloween side project that I do uh, for stuff that's not related to my own projects, usually, um, and on and on. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I, I was in, just in awe going through everything. I'm like, man, this guy. Because <laughs> every, every idea is so different from the last. It's like you don't have a theme. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people will have logos, and then you can tell who made that logo. Yours is right. just... Other than certain colors that you like to use, it's all original. So, like, to me, that was fantastic. I, I did learn early on that I needed to diversify um, the look and feel of what I produce to fit the vibe and theme of the thing. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, again, choosing words carefully. Other people, there's a couple other companies in the space where, like you said, the second you see the artwork, you know who did it. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's probably true of mine as well, to a certain degree, but not always. No, because, you know, I was looking for logos to put up while you're talking, and just the two I have up are completely different, but the same thing. <laughs> Which ones are they? It's the uh, Sinister Visions with the lights behind the eyes and the chainsaw skull. And then okay. the other ones, your one on the website for the graphic and website design. Oh, yeah, permutations of the same idea. Yeah, branding right. is fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, my next question you kind of already answered, but maybe you could tell us a little bit more about it. Did you go to school for graphic design? Because, like I said, your stuff is easily some of the best I've ever seen. Fun story. Uh, I did. I graduated with a degree in illustration and graphic design in 1991. 
A couple interesting things about that. When I began the illustration program at the University of North Texas, uh, just north of Dallas, um, they didn't have one. They, uh, when I began it was the year they instituted it. The year before I graduated, they decided we don't want to do this anymore and they canceled the program. So me and the other students that were already three years in got to finish it. But I'm one of like 15 people that has an illustration degree from that school because they, unless they started offering it again in the meantime, and it has been over 30 years. Uh, uh, I'm the only one that had one of the only ones that has an illustration degree from there. And then uh, wonderfully, two years later, 1993, design went digital. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, Which was not how I had trained. Uh, I had (laughs) trained at all the classic uh, uh, manual methods of uh, design production. Uh, I was cutting RubyLith and using press type and all of these terms that I could throw down that nobody under 45 is even going to have a clue what they mean. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. Uh, just, but had to roll with it. So got myself a PC in 93, um, got the programs that were available at the time, which is uh, Photoshop. I don't even think was out yet or it was, no, no, it was, it was in its infancy, like version two or three. Um, Macromedia. I can't remember if they had launched Dreamweaver yet. I, don't i honestly can't remember but uh i started looking at sites and learned how to uh view the source code so i started teaching myself source code um and it just progressed from there um by 96 i had designed uh, my first website uh which was for a professional dominatrix friend of mine um and then uh yeah just on from there just kind of learning as i go that's that's awesome yeah, I I took it in high school, and it was when the iMac first came out, you know, the big blue one, yep. <laughs> and then it was all HTML format, but then everything changed, and I haven't done anything with it since, so <laughs> I, I'm just, I just got lost in the years, but we'll get back into that. So, how many haunts do you think you've worked on in a guesstimate? Uh, best I could say is hundreds. Hundreds, yeah. At this point, All I right. have no clue how many, but I know it's hundreds. If you go to his website, you could just keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and I purge every few years. Like on the, the, I have a page that lists websites that I've done, and uh, generally I will purge anything five years uh, older, older. Um. So and uh, graphics, uh, the the logos and other stuff, uh, not as much. I probably should because it's gonna get kind of silly after a point. But um, yeah, web design in particular moves so fast. Uh, I mean, Flash isn't a thing anymore. Uh, Flash was a huge deal yep. fifteen years ago, and now gone. Not not a thing you can do or have or use anymore, which is a shame because it was kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just digressed and I'm, I've got nowhere to go from here. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, what attracts you to the haunted attractions and the industry? Uh, wired this way. Uh, I was born into a conservative, uh, but loving Southern Baptist family in Little Rock, Arkansas. 
inexplicably loved Halloween better than Christmas from the word go. Um, And that just never changed. Uh, Only difference was uh, when I was a kid, uh, as long as it was October, it was cool to celebrate this stuff. Parents were real supportive. They love the holiday too. Uh, Great memories. I got to trick or treat in the seventies, which can't, can't beat that. It was a magical, magical thing. Um, but yeah, once I got out on my own and I didn't have anybody uh, telling me, well, you know, you need to keep this to one month a year, I just kind of went nuts. <laughs> I live in a Queen Anne Victorian house uh, that looks like uh, the Adams family hired a, 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 a more modern decorator. Um, and yeah, here, here I am. Yeah, that's. It, with all of us, it's from Jump Street. Yeah. The Halloween yeah. love. It really yeah. is. Like, as far as back as I can remember, I always liked it more than Christmas. And I yep. was at the age where you got a ton of presents for Christmas, but I was yep. still more Halloween. And that's not me knocking Christmas. Christmases as a kid, huge family Norman Rockwell deals. For, uh, they were amazing. Yeah. They were lovely. Uh, of course, I didn't know that at the time. I know that now. <laughs> but, uh, still loved Halloween more. Yep. Yes. So to take a break from the haunt industry real quick, what's your favorite horror movie? I can't answer that. <laughs> I can't answer that. It's too many. I know. For completely different reasons. Yeah. It's such a... Because I just got asked that last night. Yeah. When we were talking to Night of Terror. He's like, I want to know what I, your favorite horror movie is. Like, I got a few. I've got... I've got... Um, I have a collection of a few hundred DVDs that would answer that question. Depends on what I'm in the mood for. Yeah, and that, that's the way I sway, too. I mean, I have some consistent favorites, uh, but they're, I feel like they're probably the same ones that most people have just because they stand, you know, they're they're unbeatable. Yep. The Thing. It's yep. The Thing. You know, The Shining. Yep. Um. And anytime anybody asks me this, my brain's like, horror movie? What's a horror movie? <laughs> I'm not going to give you any titles. <laughs> so, yeah. I gotcha. So, can we get a favorite horror villain out of you? Well, hang on, I can say this. Okay. Um, I did notice and finally was able to articulate in conversations a few years back, uh, several years ago now, Um there needs to be some fantasy in it. If it's a thing that could actually happen and it's horrible, I'm going to be less inclined to want to watch it just because then it feels kind of like, you know, what, what am I being entertained by? Yeah. You know, if it's just a movie that's just all torture and rape and that's it, I, I don't, I, that makes me feel complicit unless they do a really good job of <laughs> making it horrible. And you know what I mean? Yep. Um, so I need, a, I need a little fantasy in there. I need some uh, much more inclined towards uh, horror movies that have uh, an impossible aspect. Okay. Just so I can let myself off the hook morally. <laughs> you know, people dying right and left. Horrible things are happening. But it's all being done by a vampire pterodactyl. So who cares? Yep. Things that can happen. I like it. Yeah. Now, this one's a weird question, but we're doing some undercover research on it. Do you believe in ghosts? Um, 
I uh, I like the word. I'm agnostic on the supernatural. Uh, I have never once experienced uh, anything paranormal, even once. Um, my wife thinks I just don't have that whatever. I, I, I don't have that sense. But too many people that I respect, including my wife, uh, have seen and experienced things. And I am not so arrogant that I think that because I haven't experienced it can therefore not exist. I've never seen a million dollars. But we know that it exists. That is true, and it exists. Yeah, it's true. But we all agree it exists. So um, I, given the volume of, for lack of a better term, evidence, it sure seems like they do. Yeah. Uh, as to what they actually are. Who knows? There's a line in the uh, the original The Haunting where he refers to the preternatural, which is something that science will be able to explain one day, uh, but currently can't. Yeah. And maybe some... I, I don't know. Yeah. And, I, I, I stay open. Yeah. That's a good answer, because, you know, we've been... I've been... I'm working on a giant show about that, so everyone I talk to, I'm taking their answers into it, so we have, like, a tally. It's funny because uh, one of my favorite things to put on the background are the ghost shows and paranormal shows on uh, Discovery Plus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Working on any illustration work or anything like that, I'll just throw on uh, Paranormal Caught on Camera, which... (laughs) <laughs> every other one uh, it seems like they're trying way too hard to believe it mm-hmm. uh, but uh, then every once in a while you get a nutty one or uh, Ghost Adventures just because God bless Zach um, he's nothing if not entertaining Yeah, uh, and you know all the rest of them and they're just fun yeah I mean I don't they're spooky it's background spooky yep I like yes. that mm-hmm so we'll run back to the haunted attractions. Do you have a favorite haunt? I have a lot of favorite haunts. Uh, I mean, Netherworld can't can't not say Netherworld. Um, uh, I haven't been in a very very long time, but the first one I ever worked at uh, Haunted Verdun Manor, just outside of Dallas, it's now uh, Thrillvania, was amazing it's almost impossible to describe what that place was like in the late 80s early 90s when uh, uh, Lance Pope uh, may he rest in peace was running that place I would go down there every weekend and watch him sculpt and create his own monsters his own masks he built like a 10 foot tall werewolf costume with complete with stilts dog legs and metal steel claws so he could lean over the queue line and chunk his hand into the wow. side of the building and look over people. Uh, Hell's Gate in Chicago um, is always a great time. Uh, I've been to Erebus a few times. Loved it. Uh, once again, <laughs> blanking. Yeah. Uh, There's too many. There's just too many. Really enjoy uh, Basement of the Dead in Chicago went a, a couple of years ago and really enjoyed that one. Um, basically, uh, as long as it's entertaining, I'm I'm there for it. I've yeah. been to a couple which I will not name, where <laughs> I got bored. Yeah, and that's the thing is walking into a haunt. I've seen too much behind the curtain. You're not going to scare me. I mean, you might you might startle me. Yeah, good for you if you do. 
but there's no point where I'm going to feel actual fear. Yeah. So the best thing you can do is entertain me. And if you hear me laughing through the whole thing, you're doing a great job because that's how I respond when I see something I really like. Yeah, um, that's the, a couple where, uh, yeah, they just there was no creativity. But I, I mean, I've been to ones with no budget, but were so creative that uh, they won me over. You know, as soon as I was on the property, and I've been to a couple of huge budget national names where it was like just walking through a who's who of Transworld's Dark Zone's past. Yeah. Um, where they just didn't... They took the props, they took all the things, and they put them into the most obvious setting and didn't try to create any narrative, didn't try to create any sense of... Con- you know what I mean? No, I completely so understand. Through, it's just like a bunch of props on display, and maybe you'll get an actor every now and then, and it's just like... Ah, yeah. Ah. It happens a lot. It really does. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, crea- creativity is really what I look for and appreciate in an in, in attraction. Me too. Like, uh, I love the actors, but you're not going to get me. I'm really there for set design because <laughs> sure, that's what sure. wows me is, you know, like we have Bright Asylum. Every time I walk in there, I just feel like I'm on a horror movie set. Like, everything right. is just pristine and perfect, and you can't visibly see drywall, or you can't physically see anything he doesn't want you to see. It's just so masterful, and there's so many like that. That's what really brings me out, is how immersed are we? Like, you're going to scare her, but you're not getting <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, she's my uh, she's my fear beater, so when, and she could yell with the best of them, so it's hilarious. I always have to ask her, I'm like, was that you or was that a sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. Um, all right, so say a prospective client wants, let's say a web page. What do you look to collect from the customer? Ideas, freestyle it, or I'm pretty sure every job's different. But, like, how much material do you get to start with, or do you get any material to start with? It depends on the client, and it depends on the job. Uh, some places are, you know, I can go uh, in one day from an attraction that's been around for 15 years, it's looking to overhaul and rebrand, to a place that is brand new and is never open. I got you. Um, so I can work with as much or as little as the client wants to bring to the table. Um, and again, because I've been doing this so long, uh, you can just give me broad strokes and I can run with it. I gotcha. Yeah. And, and then you develop relationships with clients. So, uh, like the zombie army, uh, or, uh, trans world, uh, John or John at zombie army, Jen at trans world will send me, uh, an email that says, I, I need, and then a very basic description with Jen, it's usually an email blast. Jen loves email blasts. Um, but she'll say, I need an email blast. Like today it was, I need an email blast that uh, hotels for MHC are Midwest Hunters Convention. Uh, reservations are only, you can only make your, res- God, I can't talk. You can only make your reservations for another month. Yeah. And that was the ask. So <laughs> I know what to do. I've done these before for her. Yeah. Uh, that's the relationship we have. She gives me just the vaguest direction and I know the brand. I know what she likes to push. I know what she likes to emphasize. So I just go do the thing. And same with John. He'll he'll give me uh, whatever actual technical information I need, pricing, uh, uh, dates, things like that. 
Um, and then I'll go put something together and he will often have some notes and this and that, but usually we get it slapped together pretty quick. Well, that's and all. again, it's because I've been working with him for so long. Yeah, that's awesome. I have a friend of mine who created the logo for us because I had Microsoft Paint Halloween Haunts 360. It was terrible. It, was <laughs> it really was. But it fit on the blog. It got us started. So about two years ago, yes. I wanted to completely rehaul because I knew I wanted to come more digital to YouTube and podcast and you know start a store. So I knew I needed a better logo. So I asked her, I'm like, listen, I need a logo. She's like, what do you want? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I just do two H's and a 365 somewhere. And then she sent me this. I'm like, yes. <laughs> do you know that I created that font that the H's are made from? No, I did not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Old Exquisite Corpse. Exquisite Corpse. Wow. That's awesome. That's a fun thing, too, at shows. Um by shows, I mean uh, uh, horror conventions and haunt cons and trade shows. Seeing my children, uh, <laughs> vendors, shirts, you name it, using fonts that I've created over the years. Um, it's always fun. Well, that's great, that's great crazy. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. I've seen them in movies. Uh, I was, uh, what was, oh, Paranorman is my favorite example. Uh, so at the end of the movie, every major character gets this big title card and their name in a different horror font. And uh, John Goodman came up and it was the same one, uh, Exquisite Corpse. And I sit up in the theater. Wow. Wife and kid were like, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing. If I saw something I made come up there, shit. Wow, uh, Sabrina, the teenage witch on Netflix. They contacted me because uh, a lot of the, all my fonts are free for whatever use, but bigger companies will uh, contact me just to make sure. Uh, so I haven't seen either yet, but apparently they used one prominently in the second season of Sabrina, the teenage witch, hmm. uh, and the second animated Adam's Family movie. Oh, okay. Oh, that's uh, cool. And funny thing, um, I have a donation button on my page. So I don't charge for them because I don't I don't do technical support. That's why they're free. If you can't figure out how to install it, uh, or there's not like a special <laughs> character that you want, you didn't pay for it. Yeah. So you know, I completely understand. <laughs> um, but I do have a donation button on the page for anybody that uses it and feels like they want to throw me a couple bucks. The only like big company that I've already heard of that's ever used it was Spirit Halloween. Threw me a hundred bucks one year. Oh wow! Oh wow! That is pretty so, cool. Yeah. I mean, some of their products are are um, less than durable. Yeah, I'll say politely, but I still really appreciate it. But it's like I love it because I get to decorate my house with it. Like, because oh, sure. you know, I'm it's my home decor. I have. You'll see when the video well, comes I'm, out. My I'm annoyed because last year I got a Hocus Pocus little uh, uh, kitchen. I don't even remember specifically what it was, but after it got washed twice, all the lettering came off. <sighs> Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. Varnish that crap. Come on. Yep. Right. For real. I hear you. All right. So, our next question You have done work for Trans World for the last 15 years. 
Tell us what it's Give like. Take. That's that's not a rock solid number. It's it definitely feels it since um since they no actually since before they moved to St. Louis. Okay, so actually it might be fifteen. Wow. Tell us what it's like for pretty much the entire industry to see your work at the flagship convention every year. I mean, because the I don't entire. Because not only do I have to get here's here's the thing. Okay, so we have to get the website ready. We have to do all the signs, and if you've been to Transrail, you know there are a lot of signs. Uh, so I got to do all the signs. Uh, even the signs I don't create, I have to vet uh, from a technical aspect before uh, they, everything goes through me uh, before it goes to the convention center for printing. Um, paperwork, directory, forms, uh, all that stuff. So I got to do all that for the show. And because of the nature of sponsorships and scheduling and other things, we usually don't have the information in any kind of timely manner. So uh, the weeks leading up are just insane. Um, and then I have to get myself ready to exhibit. Yeah. Which, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it can be rough. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't really have time to think about that aspect of it. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's cool. I just, <laughs> <laughs> and most, most folks probably yeah. are not aware of who did the whatever. So, uh, you know, there's that too. Mm. I, I just uh, I just try to keep my head down and do the work. And if somebody notices, awesome. But by the same token, uh, I mentioned John and Jen from Zombie Army and Trans World. Uh, they are the the people that are out front uh, talking to the cameras. And I have no problem being the guy behind the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen what they have to put up with. Yeah. The, the, the cranky customers and the ridiculous allegations and Oh, they're only in it for the money. If you knew half of what I know, you'd know how stupid that a thing that is to say. Yeah. Uh, and and that's the thing is also had to learn uh, not my circus, not my monkeys. Yep. Um, they're yes. big kids. They can defend themselves. They don't need me jumping on a thread <laughs> to defend them, and I don't have time to do it anyway. So. I gotcha. I understand. So I think. We're, we're nearing the end for you. <laughs> so, Leonard Pickle, who, if everyone doesn't know who he is, I don't know why you're watching this channel. Right. But he said, there is no more prolif prolific dark web designer anywhere. If you want a successful event, then you need Chad Savage Design website. That's the coolest line I've ever read. <laughs> Very kind. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, but I mean... <clears throat> Leonard Pickle pretty much goes down in history for this stuff. I mean, there yeah. isn't anything he hasn't done. Uh, when we first started, like, seven years ago, he liked the Facebook page. I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> She's like, who the hell is Leonard Pickle? I'm like, don't worry about it. We got it. <laughs> no, but that's awesome. So, what's next for Sinister Visions? More of the same? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I and I this is what I do day in day out, all day every day. Um, and while I wouldn't wish my schedule at times on my worst enemy, uh, whoever that may be, uh, I love it. Um, right now, it's kind of nuts because uh, this last Transworld in St. Louis was really successful. Yeah, for me personally, 
Um, but now I have to do all the work that I booked while also uh, uh, dealing with the chaos engine that is Midwest Hunters Convention, trying yes. to get that ready because that's in two months yep. uh, in my own backyard in Chicago. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's just cuckoo bananas around here. Yeah. But I like it like that. So and I don't a- know what to do with myself when I don't have. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, apparently, because I just keep keep coming up with new YouTube content. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. She's like, when? I'm like, we'll figure it out. We got this. <laughs> so other than uh, Midwest Haunters Convention, do you have any other pro- cool things coming up project-wise? Anything you're looking uh, forward to? I mean, the projects are all just uh, logos and websites and T-shirts and whatnot for various attractions and spooky-themed businesses. Um, in August, there's Flashback Weekend. HorrorCon in Chicago, which uh, I co-sponsor and am heavily involved with. But uh, yeah, St. Louis, Transworld, uh, MHC, and Flashback are the only shows I have time to do. Yeah, uh, I wish I could go vend at more shows, but I just I can't. Uh, starting mid July and all th- right through October, um, all the attractions whose websites and whatnot. That, excuse me, I already manage, remember, oh yeah, we need to send our updates. So (laughs) the first week of August is nuts. Uh, And that's when my name changes to Busy Butt. Yeah. Uh, Thanks to, in large part, uh, Beaker, Mike Popovich, would lead every uh, email and phone call with, I know you're Busy Butt. (laughs) (laughs) No, I am. It must be. So now he just, when he calls me, he's like, what's up, busy butt? <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's all the questions I got for you tonight. I really appreciate you coming on. So I'm going to give you the floor for, you know, the dozens and dozens listening around the world to just pimp your stuff. I mean, the website and everything the else. The last thing you can do is go to sv23.com. Uh, it's a landing page I put together that just has all of the things. Contact social media, the various websites I manage, um, my web store, shopsinister.com, uh, all can be found there. And once again, mm-hmm. that's SV, as in Sinister Visions, 23.com. Yeah, and I'll definitely leave a link in the YouTube video so people can Thanks. just click it because I know yeah. how lazy they can be. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. It was greatly appreciated. We had a great time. We learned a lot. Yes, we did. Yeah. So that's all I have for you today at Halloween Haunts 365.com, the podcast where every day is haunt season. Goodbye. Bye. Au revoir. (laughs)